Welcome to Words, Wobbles and Wisdom, an honest and fun body positive podcast by me, Anne-Marie Miles. Are you struggling with your weight? Do you wish that you didn't think about food so often? Are there days when you'd wrestle a toasted sandwich off an alligator? Well then, this might just be the podcast for you. I share my story, a lifelong battle with weight, food and mental health struggles. I share it alongside some of my writing on the subject and some of the wisdom I've gleaned from my life as a Christian. So join me for this week's episode of Words, Wobbles and Wisdom. Hello there and welcome to Words, Wobbles and Wisdom. It's Anne-Marie Miles here with you. So great to be back again this week. How is the new year going? I hope it's all going swimmingly. There's certainly enough rain for us to be swimming around. It is, oh, that weather is just rotten. But I hope you're having a good week and a good start to the year. I wanted to share... Uh, I found some inspiration from such an unusual place uh, this week. I was quite surprised <laughs> by how inspired I was. Um, it was an email from RTE. Now, RTE stands for Radio Telefish Éireann, which is the Irish for Radio Television Ireland. So it's basically the Irish version of BBC. I get their emails and one of their emails had a title the subtle power of swapping resolutions for intentions. And I was thinking, well, usually I get these emails because they tell me about what's going on on Irish television. And I don't usually read their their blogs, but this intrigued me. So I thought, oh, I'll have a look at this. So it actually was written back at the beginning of December. But uh, they had kind of highlighted it again because we were in the beginning of January. So it's talking about making New Year's resolutions and talks about how, what does it say? Only 22% of people were planning to make a New Year's resolution for 2019. This was a YouGov survey compared with 63 people in a similar poll coming up to 2015. So that's a big drop, isn't it? Coming up to 2015, 63% of people asked were going to make a resolution. But coming up to 2019, only 22% of people asked were going to make a resolution. And what the article is saying is that it's a sign that people's uh, thinking on these things have changed. What they're saying is that people have swapped resolutions for intentions or permissions. So rather than being hard on ourselves and hitting ourselves over the head and saying, right, you must do this, you must do that, and then inevitably failing because most resolutions don't go past the third week in January, do they? Or the third day in January for me. Um, but what they're saying is that actually the thinking has changed and that people are moving towards intentions. This is what I intend to do. This is this is the promise I'm making to myself. This is the, the journey I'm going on. Or permissions. This is the permission I'm giving myself to change my life, improve my life or whatever it is. And the article says this might seem unimportant, but it's actually taps into a meaningful shift in our mindset. And what really struck me about this article is that the next section talks about slow and steady wins the race. And I was thinking, aha, that's what I was talking about last week. That's what I was saying last week that 
I am not in a position and I, I've spoken to a few people about this since and I get I get a sense that not everybody is ready to launch in to the big project of 2022, whatever that big project might be. And some of us feel that we need to ease ourselves in to 2022. And that's what this podcast, this, sorry, this blog post was saying. And it says it's not that we're totally over notions of self-development, but perhaps we're over the idea of mindlessly punishing ourselves for the sake of it with the suck all the joy out of life targets. <laughs> I love that. Um, we must smash January or, you know, that's it. January is completely kaput. And I was thinking, yep, yeah, that's what I said last week. You know, we feel, oh, if we haven't started Veganuary, which I've no intentions of ever starting Veganuary, but you know, if we were going to do it and we haven't done it on the 1st of January, that's it. Throw in the towel. If we haven't started the 100 days of walking on the 1st of January, that's it. Throw in the towel. And I just really, this post really resonated with me. I was amazed uh, to find it. So it talks a little bit about kind of the traditional New Year's resolutions and how a lot of them fall into that kind of cliche, you know, lose weight, stop smoking, start, you know, write the book I always wanted to write and all of that stuff. And what it's saying is that there is a, a noticeable shift from those tick box resolutions that people make to actually thinking about what will benefit me, what will benefit my life, what will improve uh, my health, what will improve me. And another section of the article talks about taking failure out of the equation. It says taking care of ourselves and honouring our needs doesn't have to be a success versus failure scenario. It can just be something we give ourselves permission to do and keep doing, even if we have a bad week or life gets in the way. Setting intentions without the pressure of the all or nothing targets allows us to gently adjust the goalposts when we need to. And I thought, oh, that's just so sensible. It is so positive and it just makes things a little bit easier and takes the pressure off. And I'm trying to see, does it say who wrote it? They probably have a team of writers on their website. Let me have a look there. You know, I don't even think it tells me who wrote it, but it's on the rte.ie website. It was posted on the 1st of December and it's called The Subtle Power of Swapping Resolutions for Intentions. I'm not going to read it all out. I don't want to plagiarise. I've plagiarised half of it. I just love the tone of it. I love the tone that that acknowledges that we need to shift away from hitting ourselves over the head because we're doing these things wrong to saying, right, what will benefit me? What will you've heard me say this before? What will pour into me rather than what will take out of me? We need to find things that will make deposits into our emotional bank accounts rather than constantly making withdrawals from our emotional bank accounts. I thought that was a great thing to kind of think about in the Tech Pixies course that I'm doing. When we talk about the neuro coaching and the life coaching, there's a lot about reframing, taking a situation and thinking, hang on a second, we can reframe that. We can make it more positive. It's not making a lie out of what was the truth. It's not fiddling around with the numbers to make them fit what we think. It's about looking at the situation and saying, is there a positive angle on this? Is there a way that we can take this downward spiral and turn it around. In fact, we had a session yesterday morning and some of the ladies were sharing how they have actively worked towards 
changing their mindset about certain issues. The discussions we have are are private, so I, I, I can't share other people's specific stories. But but that general kind of way of taking something that is negative in our lives and turning it and reframing it to saying, how can I find the positive angle on this? What is the positive that will push me forward and not kick me forward? Or kick me if I don't move forward. What will encourage me to take the next step in the situation that I'm facing? Taking into account that we're going to take our time, we're going to go at our own pace and we are going to be positive as we move forward. So maybe you are struggling with getting going. I, you know, I feel I'm thinking, gosh, I'm 50 at the end of March. There's a certain amount of weight I would love to lose before then, but I just feel... I'm struggling to really get get stuck in uh, to it, but I'm not going to hit myself over the head. I'm not going to start kicking myself in the shins. That's not going to help. That is not going to help me move forward. So what I've done is I've said, right, I am acknowledging that I'm struggling. I'm saying it out loud and I've made decisions. Right. This is what I'm going to do this week. This is these are the things that I'm going to do. I'm not going to do everything that I should do really. But here are the things that I know I can do. I'm going to put those things in place. And then next week, when those things are in place, for instance, on a Tuesday and a Thursday, we have a kind of a lower calorie day. And we put that in place because although low carb was working for me, it wasn't really working for Rich. He wasn't pushed on the low carb stuff and it wasn't working for him. So we went to the 5-2. But what we've done is we put that in place this week. That's the thing we're doing this week. Uh, Those two days a week, we have a dramatically lower calorie count. I just thought, right, that that's the start. That's the first step. I I know it's terrible. I have not dragged myself. I've been out. You know, I have been outside. <laughs> I haven't just stayed in the flat all the time, but I haven't really been out for a proper long walk. So I've got a, a date in the diary with a friend of mine tomorrow. We are going for a walk and um, I'm hoping that today I'll squeeze one in as well. The weather is so horrible. It's just so cold. And I, I, I know as soon as I get out the door, I'll be glad I've done it. But but I'm not hitting myself over the head over this this week. I'm not doing it. I could really be punishing myself, even if it's just in my head and criticising myself. But I'm not going to do that. I'm saying, right, you've made a start. You've got at least one walk in the diary. You've started your two low calorie days. Oh, the other thing I did was I made a batch of my low carb biscuits. Now, not the one that you guys have the recipe for. If you've signed up for the mailing list, you will have the recipe for. They're like a, a chocolate chip kind of drop scone type thing. But I made a batch of those so I'd have something nice with a cup of coffee. And I think most of the Christmas chocolate is gone, 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 gone. I'm back to my low carb biscuits. So there, so that's three things. And even though my week is not perfect, I'm not doing all that I had wanted to do this week. I've got my low carb bickies baked. I've got one walk in. All right, that'll do for a start. I've got one walk in the diary and I've got my two low calorie days. It's not a perfect week, but I have started and next week I will add to those things, add more walks, add more kind of organisation to those things. And I think the best that we can do is to just start small. If it's overwhelming, if it's difficult, start small. And if you've made resolutions and haven't kept to them, reframe those resolutions, as it said in that article, reframe them. 
Right, we're not going to call them resolutions. We're going to call them intentions. These are my intentions. This is what I intend to do. Or we're going to call them permissions. I'm going to give myself permission to, or time or freedom or whatever, to do what I need to do. I'm sure I've shared this before. One of the big things that changed for me was I gave myself permission to break a pact that I had made with myself years and years and years ago, <laughs> nearly 30 years ago, because I'm nearly 50. I know, I can't believe it. Um, I had a boyfriend who hated the fact that I was overweight and hated the fact that I had to, I could only buy clothes in Evans because in, in those days you could, you could only get, you know, if you want big sizes, Evans was the only shop really that would, and he hated it. He absolutely hated it. And, um, he constantly talked about it and he wouldn't hold my hand in public. And eventually he ended our relationship. I think we were like nine or 10 months or something together. Uh, that was, it probably wasn't all of the reason, you know, but it was definitely part of the reason he had a big issue with, with his big girlfriend and I decided after he dumped me because I think it was the first time I ever really had my heart broken I mean I thought I had my heart broken a few times in secondary school but I think it was genuinely the first time I had really ever had my heart fully properly totally broken and was was completely in love and was royally dumped and it took me months years really to get over him really to fully fully get over what he did but after we split up I made a pact with myself and it was nobody would tell me to lose weight nobody could criticize my weight nobody could criticize my eating nobody could tell me and if you don't like it there's the door don't let it hit you on the butt on the way out because nobody tells me what to do and I I locked myself into that corner and I made that pact with myself that was I was 20 <clears throat> and it was so destructive so destructive to me because I resented everybody who talked about weight and weight loss after that for years for years because if you if you want me to talk about my weight then you obviously don't love me that for me that's what I'd equated to if you insist on talking to me about my weight, you, you obviously don't love me. So it became a subject that was not up for discussion. And it was only in 2017, I think. Was it 2017? Where are we? Yeah. Five years. Is that five years ago? Oh my goodness. Yeah. So it was only in 2017 that I broke that pact with myself. That I gave myself permission to break that pact. But you promised yourself, Amory, you promised yourself that nobody was ever, ever, ever going to criticise your weight again. And you were never going to allow people to tell you that you had to lose weight. No, I'm going to give myself permission to break that promise. And since then, even though I haven't lost all the weight I want to lose, even though I've yo-yoed a bit, you know, with lockdown and different things, I've gone up a bit and down a bit. It is a subject that I am always going to be willing to talk about. I've made that decision. I've made that promise to myself. I will always be willing to talk about it. So as it said in that article, is there something you need to give yourself permission? You need to release yourself from a ridiculous pact like the one I had. That didn't seem ridiculous. It didn't seem ridiculous at all for the years it was in place. 
until I got rid of it. And then I realized how awful it was and how destructive it was. Maybe you need to give yourself permission to make a change. Maybe you need, rather than to make resolutions that we'll criticize ourselves for if we don't keep to them, maybe we need to make intentions. So again, rte.ie is where I found that article and uh, it's it's uh, the title is about going, you know, changing from resolutions to intentions. And it was the first of December and it's really, really interesting. But it was very encouraging to me because it uh, well, first of all, like I said, it was a weird place to find encouragement. <laughs> I was like the RTE website. <laughs> um but it also made me feel, yeah, I, you know, it, it kind of resonated with where I am at the moment. Take a step forward and reframe it if it's not working for you. If resolutions don't work for you, reframe them, make them intentions or promises to yourself or permissions to yourself and move forward. And I'm going to do my take my little steps forward and hopefully next week I'll be much, much more in the zone next week. Hopefully, anyway. <laughs> yes, so now, what have we got left to do? Well, it's time for... What is that about? Indeed. Thank you, Frankie. What is that about? Well, what is it about instructions? I just think instruction books are either a huge, you know, tome or an unhelpful sheet of paper. Now, I am a reader of instruction books. I like to read the instruction booklet that comes with, you know, something that you have to put together or a new piece of tech. I like to read it. I just don't understand or sometimes, in fact, most of the time, they're not terribly helpful. And I want to read to you a classic example of really bad instructions. In fact, I think what happened was wherever this item was made, they took the instructions to put the laptop stand together and dropped them into Google Translate because, well, I'm going to read to you uh, the instructions and um, yeah, let's just see what you think. I'm just going to read them to you. Okay. Variable folding laptop table. So the first category is the use of occasions. That's what it says. The use of occasions. Bed, sofa, desktop, Carpet car, grass, etc. Okay, thanks for that. The next category is usage. Computer desk, small desk board, flower, such as dining table. Flower, okay. Flower as an F-L-O-W-E-R, okay. Object. Adult children of all ages and is applicable. <laughs> Note, please do not use alternating current. Do not use hard object so as not to scratch the paint. <laughs> and now the method of use. According to the joint one top button, can adjust the bracket. Number two, angle the height of the button is loosened joint automatic fixing. <laughs> <laughs> the two fan using USB connected circular plug computer computer. <laughs> Next, the table above the hole opening switch. 
Next, the three-body right side. The first section of the stent has a hole. Inside-outside penetrates the screw on the mouse plate, screw lock, fastening anchor. I'm sorry. Next, four pieces for use beneath bulge, notches downwardly alignment. <laughs> and the last step is press in spin down to below the raised in. <laughs> so, there. so there we go. So as you can imagine, when I put it all together, it looked like a bicycle. But no, we managed, we managed to put it together. But yes, this... Yeah, this is this is quite a quite a, a set of instructions and I think I might need to keep it forever because it's absolutely fabulous. I think boys and girls, if we've learned anything today, always remember angle the height of the button is loosened joint automatic fixing. And I leave you with that wisdom. <laughs> goodness that I tell you that's gone on a pin board absolutely fabulous oh thank you for joining me and if you haven't already signed up to the mailing list do go to annemariemiles.co.uk you can join the mailing list and get the free recipe and I'll drop you a line at some stage during the week to let you know what's happening next week you can also listen to older episodes of the podcast you can buy me a coffee you can have a look at the books there it's all there at annemariemiles.co.uk thank you so much for being with me today and i will see you and you will hear me next week bye bye